Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Kathy Woods, who uh, was yes. at InvestFest this year. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, she was actually on a panel with Ian, Michael Novogratz. Ian, Kathy Woods, uh, InvestFest alumni. So uh, she made a bold prediction that um, Bitcoin bull case could possibly get to 1.5 million and um, base case of 600,000 for, for Bitcoin. Um, and one, 1 million is something that I've heard. I've heard a million dollars for Bitcoin for a while as far as like, you know, ultimate goal, ultimate projection. Yeah. Um, so how do you evaluate her analysis? Um, do you share her optimism? And uh, do you think it's a little misguided? Like what's what's your thoughts on, on that? Yeah, I, I love Kathy. Um, currently we're at like almost 43,000. So to get to that base case, that's like 11 X return. That is a ratio that I like when I am investing, but I don't know the pathway or time frame for how long we get there. I don't know if it'd be 10 years. Um, ultimately, I think it can hit 500,000. But when I people were sending me this, they were like, do you think it could happen in three or four years? And I'm like, no, um, most assets don't climb at 11 X in a four year period, even though Bitcoin is like the number one return asset. 
of all time. So I do believe in a proclamation, but it may take 20 years to get there. We're not getting there in three or four years. I love Kathy. Shout to the team. <laughs> Kudos to everybody at ARC. But if I, like, is this what people feel like when I like say things are going to fall 80%? Because I'm like, 1.5? Come on. That's it, it, so it's going to take a while. The the original uh, projection was a million, and I guess after uh, the Bitcoin ETF got approved, they had a back on, and it went up to one point five. Now, this is the this is kind of the question inside the question: Is the analysis misguided, or is the time frame misguided? Right, because she's saying by twenty thirty, which gives us six years to get to one point five. Worst case, six hundred thousand. <throat> or do we at some point seeing right? Because obviously, at some point. All the Bitcoin that will be minted will be there will be a time when that happens. Is there a case that we can see it at that level? Just not in six years. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen in six years. Of course, we'll have a great boom after halving. I agree with that a thousand percent. But yeah, I think the the timing of when this will happen will be misguided. Love Bitcoin long term, um, but I think the projection is that's like me saying Apple's going to go to twenty five hundred in five years not gonna happen uh but i do give her credit she was the first one to put tesla and bitcoin in the pairing in the fund to get accelerated gains everyone copied her after that i agree with that a thousand percent but yeah this time frame does not um work even with, with the uh, etfs uh um, yeah. being announced i mean she she's been bold in, in her predictions and her her case points and listening to her speak i don't the I can see, right, based on the analysis of, of what she's saying in terms of the amount of supply, obviously the ETF, uh, the rate of people holding onto it is increasing. Um, we've seen it, I think it was similar to 2021 when Bitcoin yeah. was at uh, 59,000, it was very similar. So the analysis I think is on point. I, I kind of agree with you here. I can't see it in six years, but for those people that are looking for the end of the year case, she. A hundred thousand. I, I I'm more towards the the seventy thousand range to a hundred. What's yeah. your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm at like sixty five thousand eight thirty eight. Um, and where I think we should land, like in order for Bitcoin to go that high, we would have to have a contagion level event in the financial space. Banks would have to collapse. A lot of trust would have to be lost in the dollar, and then pension and mutual funds will have to have a mass exodus from dollars into Bitcoin. Now, if that happens, game, set, match. But I don't see the monetary system changing um, and deploying all that capital into Bitcoin. Um, so when questions like these are posed, opposed to just saying no or yes, I think it's really important for the audience to say what are like the five levers that would make that happen? Well, we need like a large scale banking crisis and then hedge funds, mutual funds, pension funds um to start to move majority of their capital into bitcoin and i don't see that happening right now so uh, yeah uh, and these are all these are all bullish projections right there's the other end to that where there's going to be a bearish projection where there we know that bitcoin is speculative and we know that it's volatile and we've seen crypto winters before where it's dropped 50 to 60 percent and so if you put that inside of the scenario I mean, it makes it even tougher to get to, uh, I mean, 70,000, but forget a million. What? Okay, now I'm going to be on the side of the crypto audience. Was there a winter or was like the banks blowing snow and turned off the heater? 
in which year? The last last year and a half. NFTs got demonized. Logan Paul got caught up in a scandal. Every celebrity got caught up in a scandal through propaganda. They demonized it. And then Larry Fink is all in the video dancing, <laughs> talking about Ripple and Bitcoin. And I've never heard him speak this much while Vanguard comes out and says, hey, none of our customers can buy it. Like there's a war going on. And remember two years ago, I was like, hey, the banks are going to come in, take over crypto. Mm-hmm. And now we're seeing it. When I, when I think of that, the, the NFT period, I'm not sure. If, I mean, I, I guess can to could qualify as a as a winter when I, I think crypto winter i'm thinking like 2018 right off that run mm-hmm. at the end of 2017 when it became something that was widely known by the masses and people were investing in it blindly and we saw it run up run up run up and then we saw alternate coins also be a part of that mix and then in 2018 19 we saw a drastic pullback where yeah. it drops down from 20,000 now down to three that that period is when I when I think of crypto winter, I, I think of that time period specifically. Yeah, um, I just think it's very interesting that uh, for what Rashad, uh, forty years, they told us seven to twelve percent was the norm that we should expect. Crypto comes, they don't want it. Crypto goes on fire, all altcoins go on fire, and now all of a sudden they're giving up on the traditional S and P five hundred, Russell two thousand strategy, and now trying to infiltrate and take over the crypto space and they have done so uh successfully so um a great lesson i've learned through all of this and with kathy people want high returns um and whoever can do that with the lowest drawdown is ultimately going to win but i don't see five hundred thousand anytime soon but i do think we'll crack a hundred thousand by next year for sure Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll monitor the situation. Uh, so, he goes, Mike, Toshi Nakamoko, what's his name? <laughs> Why y'all out there? I know y'all yeah. going to the panel. Don't want to say nothing. But can you ask him for us and the people who are not there? His, his panel is tonight. I saw the Ripple House. Um, drove past it, so I was trying to stop by there this this week. Um, uh, which is ironic that you know there's a Ripple House here. Wow. Uh, because. It still is a little confusing why it's so many people are enthusiastic about XRP when they kind of go against what uh, crypto was um, originally designed for as far as to be anti-establishment and um, uh, something that was uh, decentralized. And this is as central as you can get um, when we talk about the World Economic Forum. So uh, for Ripple to have a house in Davos... I'm about to attack you. I, I, listen. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying... I was I invested in Ripple early and yeah XRP. I invested in XRP early, right? Because obviously Ripple's a company that also I don't even want all of these people in the comments. I invested in XRP early, but I mean it just is what it is, right? I'm not one of those people that I don't because I know that nothing is decentralized. I understand that nothing is decentralized, so I'm not you know I'm not going out on this. Uh, look, this is the best story ever told outside of the Easter Bunny and. Maybe some other things that I can't say because people oh might get offended. <laughs> no, you, don't go you create you, you create you create something from uh, an Asian man that nobody's ever known that yeah. has a thesis to change the world, and in twenty years it's going to be worth a million dollars. It's this this is a hell of a story, but people like stories, so um, we can go with it if you want. If if you want to go with the story, we can go with it. I can't wait till Dr. Umar come out and reveals that he is Satoshi. Guys, this all awesome. them schools gonna be popping up all over the world at that point. 
<laughs> but yeah, nar- narratives have to get built. Um, yeah, I, I like XRP a lot, but I do find it interesting. It's kind of like when DMX was coming up and then he was too rough, and then the album came out, and he moved units, and it's like, oh, well, let's push him now. Uh, banks have given such low return and have such low trust. I think they don't have a choice but to partner with XRP and Bitcoin and Ethereum. You know, I've talked endlessly about the partnership with Chase and Ethereum. So I just find it very interesting. We had a very interesting point in, in time and uh, the next few years would definitely be pretty damn interesting. But I agree. Um, two years ago, everybody was killing me about these platforms and assets being decentralized and now they're in the big castles that run the world. It's not decentralized. Like, you know, every every bank owns it. It's traded on the stock market. It's as central as the IMF. If you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.